So today we hear a little about Ezra, an important figure in the Old Testament. Ezra was a a very holy man of God. He was a scribe. Uh, He was a priest and uh, was a great teacher of God's law. And uh, when God's people were uh, freed from the Babylonian exile, he was uh, one of those who, who led a group back to Jerusalem. And, and when they returned to Jerusalem, he was the one to reintroduce the Torah. Uh, so a, a, an important figure uh, Ezra was. And um, today, like all the great leaders of God's people, we hear how Ezra is offering up a prayer on behalf of his people. And he begins his prayer today really just by acknowledging the guilt of his people. He says, My God, I am ashamed. I blush to lift my face to you, my God, for our crimes have increased until they are higher than our heads and our sin is piled up to heaven. Now, the sins that Ezra is referring to are actually not his own sins. He wasn't the sinful one. It was, it was others that were sinful. But do you notice how he still owns them as if they're his own? He doesn't say, oh, forgive those sinners, those wretched brothers and sisters of mine, those people always doing those things. <laughs> like a truly holy leader, he enters into solidarity with his people. He, he owns their, their sin and their brokenness with them. And and he prays on behalf of them. Then as his prayer goes on, it, it sort of shifts into gratitude. He says, but now suddenly the Lord our God by his favor has left us a remnant and granted us a refuge. For we are slaves, but God has not forgotten us in our slavery. He has shown us kindness obtaining permission for us to rebuild the temple of God. So he's talking about the fact that uh, the king of of Persia at the time, when they returned to Jerusalem, he allowed the Jewish people to rebuild their their, their temple, which of course was just so significant for them. And and, and so uh, that's what Ezra is acknowledging in this prayer. He's, He's just being overwhelmed by the goodness of God. Have you ever had that experience? You know, where suddenly you just, it dawns on you how good and generous and kind and patient God has been towards you despite all your failure. That's, that's the kind of experience that Ezra is having here. That's what he's communicating, saying, you know, despite our repeated failure and how ugly that was, God, you are relentlessly good towards us. That, that experience of being overwhelmed by God's goodness is really, really, really important for our soul. It humbles us. It, 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 uh, it strengthens our trust in God's goodness. It help, helps us to recognise how much we need God in our lives. That's why it is so important for us to uh, regularly spend time in the prayer of thanksgiving. So as we, as we give thanks to God, we, 
yeah, we're humbled. We, we, we have this Ezra kind of moment where we're just overwhelmed by God's goodness. It opens our soul to God. And we see another example of it today in the psalm, which is not really from the book of Psalms. It's from the book of Tobit. Uh, and um, unlike Ezra, Tobit is writing from captivity. But yet, he's still giving thanks to God. How's that? We see that often, though. It's not just with Tobit. We see it constantly in, in the Psalms. But those who uh, might still be in a place of slavery, you know, things are still difficult. Uh, they're facing all kinds of challenges, yet they turn to God in praise and in thanksgiving and in confidence. Tobit's an important inspiration for us in the midst of our own captivity, huh? in our own lockdown. Even we can be thankful. Tobit begins today uh, by recognising some of the ways that, that God has, has been at work and helping his people, even in the midst of their captivity. He says, uh, in faith, he's, he's claiming how God restores, uh, was restoring them from their destruction. But, but, but then listen to what he says. He says, now think what God, now think what he has done for you. Give thanks to him with your full voice. Now think of what God has done for you. Give thanks to him with your full voice. That's my encouragement to all of us today. Think of what God has done for you. Take time to think of what God has done for you. That's the prayer of thanksgiving. You might think about how God's been at work in your life over the past week or the past month or the past five years and write it down. Capture it somehow. Allow those memories, those, those, that, that realisation of all the many little ways God's at work in your life, healing you, restoring you, encouraging you, forgiving you, uh, giving you opportunities, giving you talents, giving you breath, uh, air to breathe and <laughs> energy to move and food to eat and, and all the many various ways that God's goodness shines through when we actually stop to think about it. I want to encourage you to, to allow all those things to humble you. Allow them to overwhelm you with the realisation of God's relentless goodness. 